Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Business Strategy. Today, I'm gonna give you a sneak peek into my life. I've spent my entire career turning around and growing companies, and I'm gonna walk you through the five things that I do to turn around a business that is struggling. This is gonna be a really critical episode, whether you are in the world of consulting and maybe you're turning around companies yourself, or maybe you're a manager and you're trying to turn around your business, or you're an owner and you just feel completely stuck and you don't know how to turn around your business, you're definitely gonna to wanna to tune into this episode. If you think about what's been happening in the world over the last few years, is I believe too many companies have been playing with this fake money, with this COVID money, especially in the United States. This money has allowed them to pretend that they have a better business than they actually do. Now that borrowing costs are increasing because interest rates are going up and the economy is starting to soften, a lot of business owners are struggling out there with their business. Or maybe it has nothing to do with those things. Maybe the company has a strategic issue that is not being addressed or they're having quality issues or efficiency issues, whatever it may be in the business. As a result of these problems, the company is experiencing a financial decline. And if you don't fix things early on, trust me, it's gonna just progress and be even worse. I've spent my entire career turning around and growing companies, and the sooner you address these issues, the sooner you do a turnaround, the easier it is. When your company is in financial peril, when you're struggling to make payroll, when your line of credit is increasing, when you're stressed out with the cash flow of your business, you have to take action. And you have to take decisive and exact action. If you don't follow the right procedures and you just go at it willy-nilly, you can do a lot of harm to your business and a lot of companies won't survive when they're in the decline. So let me provide you the five things that I do to turn around companies and hopefully this will help you within your own organization. And maybe you're not in that state, maybe your company's thriving, but all businesses go through cycles in understanding what to do when you start experiencing a decline could be hugely beneficial to you in your management toolbox. Okay, so the first thing I do when I turn around a business is I assess the current state of the company. This is where evaluating a company's financial performance and their performance health score is super critical. So I've mentioned tools before in other episodes, but I created this strategy management platform called Mative. Mative is spelled M as in Mississippi, A as in Alpha, T as in Tango, I as in India, V as in Vector. Okay, Mative.io, you could go to the website there and you can learn more about it. But this is a tool that I created and within the tool there's a performance health score. So it allows companies to distribute a link to their employees, they take the health score, it then breaks the results down into the six P's of value creation and maximization, purpose, plan, people, process, product, and profit. Then you'll be able to determine exactly in your business where the problems lie. So that's why this step is so important is evaluating a company's performance health score. That's how I do it through Mative. But then I also do a financial performance to understand how the company is performing from that end of the spectrum. So when you combine the financial performance with the performance health score, you put those things together, you benchmark the results so you can understand how the business is doing compared to its competitive set, compared to its sector, compared to the industry, then you can start to pinpoint exactly where the issues reside. 
So that's why I love doing this assessment for businesses. And this is the first step is to dive into the financials, look at the KPIs, look at these ratios, do the PHS, do other assessments to just understand how the company is performing overall. Step two, after I understand how the company is performing from this perspective, I move into defining a company's strategic problem, its initiatives, and the vision for moving forward. This is really, really critical, and this begins with strategy. If you've listened to my other episodes, I tell you that one of the first things you need to do is identify what is the strategic problem of the organization. Now, a strategic problem is different from a tactical problem. A a strategic problem isn't, oh, we fired Joe last week and we need to hire a new HR manager. That's not a strategic problem. A strategic problem is something like, hey, our volume continues to decrease because we're experiencing increased competition. If we don't do something about it, we're going to run into liquidity issues and potentially go bankrupt. Okay, that's a strategic problem that is worth solving. So you have to identify what your strategic problem is for your organization. If you just jump into setting objectives, identifying initiatives, and trying to uncover your mission, vision, and values for your organization, you're going to be making a huge mistake. So take a step back. Put the time and effort in to identify what is the strategic problem that you are experiencing within your organization, but also identify if you don't overcome the strategic problem, what are the implications that you're facing? If you want to learn more about how to identify and define your strategic problem, go back to my previous episode in the Business Strategy Podcast where I walk you through exactly how to do this. You could also listen to my other episodes as well on strategy, and this will help you to dive into step two in more detail. But that's really what it comes down to is I define what is the strategic problem. I make sure everybody's aligned and they agree with the strategic problem and the implications that will follow if it doesn't get solved. And then that allows me to identify the initiatives that we need to pursue as a business to overcome the strategic problem, to turn things around. I also like to establish a clear shared vision. This isn't just an internal vision, but it's a shared vision with the external world. Remember, my strategies are always customer centric. The customer is at the very center of the business strategy. So when you put the customer at the center, then everything's focused on the customer. Where some companies make a mistake is that they set a clear vision. It's not compelling and it's very centered on them. It's the me, me, me vision. Instead of being all about the customer, the employees, the shareholders, the stakeholders, the, you know, and and everybody else who plays a part within your business. So make sure you take the time to identify your strategic problem, set really good initiatives, initiatives that are worth pursuing. This is where you got to cut out all the other garbage, all the other noise. When you're doing a turnaround, you have to be super focused. This is not the time to pursue 10 initiatives. It's the time to get narrowly focused on maybe one, two, or three initiatives that are really going to move the needle and allow you to overcome your strategic problem. That big, big thing that is going to crush your company if you don't address it. That vision can be this compelling vision which gives people you know, a new perspective on the future and allows them to see things from a higher level. So once I was working with my team and I wanted to instill a higher vision, a better vision, a shared vision within the organization. So we went on this hike and we got to the top of this mountain 
and we looked out and the view was beautiful. You could see, you know, the whole Denver metro area, which was really cool. And I just said, look at this incredible view and look at the opportunities that lie ahead of us. So giving your team a shared vision, especially when your business is struggling, could be what is required in order to re-energize the business. So don't forget that important part of step two. Moving on to step number three, we did our benchmarking, we did our performance health score, we understand our KPIs, our financial performance, that was step one. We then identified our strategic problem, we set some clear initiatives, we have a shared vision, we're ready to develop a comprehensive turnaround strategy. This is where you're gonna roll out the roadmap for achieving your initiatives. So it's all fine and well to identify initiatives, but now you gotta come up with a roadmap of how you're gonna roll those initiatives out and how you're actually gonna execute on them. Execution is everything here. And that's why having a really clear process, that's why I rely on the framework that I came up with, IARs, initiatives, actions, and results to drive execution. Because you set an initiative and the initiatives are meant to help you to overcome your strategic problem. And then you identify the actions that you're going to take. Not all the, the to-dos, not the task list, but the big strategic actions you're going to take in order to drive your initiatives forward. And then you have to identify your key results, the R in the equation of IARs. The results will allow you to measure whether or not your strategy is effective. So having a roadmap, identifying your structure, I'm a big structure person, so clearly identifying, okay, what does the structure look like with the turnaround? You may have to close down some entities, you may have to divest of certain parts of your business, you may have to do a bunch of things, but this is all a part of your roadmap, your blueprint to move forward, your go forward plan is what I call it. So develop this go forward plan, Make sure it's very clear, it's concise, it's specific. This is one of the big mistakes that people make is that they lack specificity when it comes to their leadership. So if you go to your employees and you say, what's our turnaround strategy? And they can't explain it very simply, then it's probably too complicated or not clear enough. So make sure you're super specific as you roll out your turnaround strategy in part three. Okay, number four, you have your go forward plan. You're rolling it out. You're communicating it to the team. You're executing. Now it's time to mobilize resources and build a high-performing team. Building a high-performing team is really, really critical because without a team, you're not going to be able to do anything. When I turn around businesses, I turn around a billion-dollar company that was struggling. I turn around a billion-dollar company that was struggling in a lot of different areas, but I can't take credit for that turnaround by myself. I provided the framework and the leadership but it was really the excellent team that I had behind all of this that allowed the turnaround to happen. So the same thing is true in your business. You have to strengthen your team. And in order to strengthen your team, you may have to let some people go. So now's the time to look at your team and do some pruning. If people have bad attitudes or if they're not on board, then they are going to hurt your chances of turning around your business successfully. So now's the time to cut the people that are poisonous to the organization, even if it means that, that it's scary, you're going to lose customers in the short term, and you may lose other employees because they may take employees with them. But I'll tell you, I've never looked back on getting rid of somebody and thought, dang, I shouldn't have done that. Instead, I always look back and I think to myself, why didn't I do it sooner? So build a team, build a high-performing team, provide that clarity that they need. 
build the trust, build the teamwork, enhance the communication, set clear results, and just empower people, re-engage with them, re-energize them. And this is going to allow you to execute successfully. And then you have to mobilize resources. So sometimes with a turnaround, you have to invest money to turn around the business. So find the cash that you need and invest in it in order to turn things around. Deploy the capital, hire the people, put in place the processes, implement the technology, whatever it may be, mobilize the resources so you can increase your chances of driving a successful turnaround. Part of this is optimizing resource allocation. So when I go into some companies, they say to me, how am I ever going to afford a turnaround? We don't even have cash to cover payroll. Well, I'll tell them, if you don't find cash, if you don't allocate your resources differently and make sacrifices, you're not even going to have a business. So you have to allocate your resources differently. That includes your time and your capital and your energy. You have to do some cost-cutting initiatives oftentimes. You have to secure external funding and you have to develop a talent acquisition or development strategy. So all of these things will allow you to deploy the resources you need in order to effectively turn around a company. Okay, last step. Step number five is implementing and monitoring the strategy. This is probably one of the most critical steps. That's why I invested so much money into developing Mative, the strategy management platform that I alluded to earlier. Before, I used to manage my strategy through Excel. Okay, which was a huge mistake. I was trying to do it through Excel is one file. I would literally email a file to my employees and say, hey, look at this version five or 15 or 35 as it grew and open it up, provide comments, email back to me. Then I'd open their files up, combine it into my files, a mess. Then I upgraded to Google Sheets, which allows you to collaborate in real time because it's web-based. And that was a huge improvement. But Google Sheets, like Excel, is not a database, it's a spreadsheet. So people would fat finger over data points, the formatting would get all messed up, there wasn't a defined structure, and therefore it's really hard to roll out and monitor our strategy, our turnaround, through a spreadsheet, especially doing it for a billion dollar company. You can imagine it's super complicated. So I developed Mative instead, and whatever you use, whether you use Mative, whether you use another platform, I don't care. Just have some type of software that is designed to monitor strategy. In this platform, you should be able to identify your strategic problem, set your initiatives, define your key results, and then track your strategic actions all in one place in a web-based platform where it's in real time and shared across your team. You don't wanna use a tool that's out of date or that doesn't sync in real time. That's gonna be a huge mistake, but you need a way to look at your key results and to determine which ones are working, which ones are not. You have to have a way to quantify whether or not your initiatives are actually moving the needle. This is where you do not wanna waste time or skimp out, trust me. Your turnaround strategy will fail if you don't manage the measurement. What you measure gets managed. And when people know you're measuring stuff, it's gonna drive higher performance and greater execution and it's gonna keep people focused on the most critical things. Those are the five steps that I do over and over again to turn around a business. Let me just go through the steps one more time. Real quick, in summary, number one, I go in and I assess the current state of the company. I do this through the PHS assessment combined with my financial analysis. 
I'll build out financial models. I'll identify KPIs and financial ratios. And I'll look at all these things holistically to determine how the company is performing financially, operationally, and strategically. Number two, I go in and define the strategic problem, set the initiatives, and establish a clear shared vision. A vision that's compelling, that's going to re-energize the team. That's what I do in step two. Number three, I develop a comprehensive turnaround strategy, which I call my go-forward plan. And this is the blueprint that I use to get really clear and to roll out the strategy. Number four is I mobilize resources and I build a high-performing team. Remember, without a high-performing team, your chances of successful execution and a successful turnaround are going to be significantly diminished. So make sure you deploy the right team and the resources required to make this a success. And number five, I implement and I monitor the strategy. And this is where the technology comes in to monitor the key results, the strategic actions, and to determine whether or not your initiatives are on track or whether or not they're good initiatives and whether you need to make adjustments along the way. Strategy is not a one-time event. It's an ongoing process. That's how I turn around businesses. I've done this over and over and over again. If you're in a situation where you are struggling in your business and you don't know how to fix things, or if you're dabbling in this area, you're trying to fix things and it's not happening quick enough, please reach out to me. I would love to have a conversation with you. You can reach out via cultivar.com, which is my website, cultivar, C as in Charlie, O as in Oscar, L as in Lima, T as in Tango, A as in Alpha, R as in Romeo, cultivar.com. Go to the website, connect with me. Let's set up a strategy call. I'll do this all for free, but let's go ahead and connect. I'm passionate about this because I've seen businesses turn around and it's amazing to see a company go from almost bankrupt to thriving once again. And all the lives that are impacted along the way, that's what brings me great satisfaction. So there's nothing more that I would enjoy than to see you turn around your business and watch it flourish once again. So please reach out to me if you need help or if you know somebody who needs help in this area. In the meantime, thanks again for joining me for another episode of Business Strategy. Keep on learning ambitiously. Keep working hard. The future is very bright and there are a lot of great opportunities coming your way. So just so just hang in there and expect good things to happen and be ready to receive. Cheers. Hey, real quick. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have business questions and you want to be featured on this podcast, send me an email at contact at cultivar.com and either type out your question or send a video or voice recording stating your name, your location, and what's on your mind. If you want to increase your financial intelligence, be sure to check out my other podcast called Boosting Your Financial IQ. All right, you have new knowledge. Go out there and execute. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.